Ready? And this is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. Oh, now it makes sense. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Wednesday, the 14th of February. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Today we are taking a look at a big housing debate that is unfolding in Parliament. The government is trying to get its help to buy scheme legislation through Parliament, but the Greens are trying to use their leverage in the Senate to pressure the government to take action on discounts that it gives investors who own multiple properties. The government dishes out billions of dollars in tax handouts Mm. to people with multiple properties, 10 or 20 properties. And what that does is drive up house prices and allow them to beat out renters and first home buyers at auctions. In today's deep dive, we're going to look at exactly what the help to buy scheme actually is and what the changes are that the Greens are pushing for. But before that, Sam, what's making headlines today? 150 Australian taxation office officials have been investigated over their suspected involvement in a tax scam. The ATO believes more than 57,000 Australian fraudsters were involved in a GST scam which spread via social media. More than 100 people have been arrested in relation to the incident. At least 68 people have died after a landslide in the Philippines. It followed heavy rainfall and flooding in the country's south last week, where several homes in a mining community have been destroyed. The area has also been impacted by earthquakes in recent days. Operations are now focused on recovering over 50 people who are still missing. Domestic airfares were cheaper in 2023 compared to the previous year, but the reliability of flights remains a concern. That's all according to the latest Australian Competition and Consumer Commission report into domestic aviation. It found that flights were 13% cheaper in December of 2023 compared to the same time in 2022. But the report also found that less than 64% of flights landed on time at the end of last year, which was well below the long-term average. Government agency Air Services Australia said this was partly due to a staff shortage of air traffic controllers. And the good news. The largest purpose-built platypus conservation centre in the world has opened up in Dubbo, New South Wales. The new research, rescue and rehabilitation centre at Taronga's Western Plains Zoo is aimed at helping to rehabilitate rescued platypuses to be released back into the wild and to protect population numbers from the impacts of climate change. We know that housing affordability, or indeed lack thereof, is a top-of-mind issue for many of our listeners. And Sam, I do feel like we have spent many, many a podcast talking about the reasons and the context as to why nobody our age can actually buy a house. I feel like it's a defining issue for our generation. It is, and I must say it feels like very often we focus on the problem and very rarely are we offered up any solutions. Yeah. So today we're actually going to talk about one of those proposed solutions. That's quite refreshing. It's the government's plan and it's a scheme called the help to buy scheme. In a nutshell, it's a way of buying a house where the government is a co-owner. So what do you mean by co-owner? Is that the government having a stake in the house as well? Yeah. So essentially the plan is trying to reduce the upfront costs of purchasing a property. So you don't have to save as much because the government will help you pay for it. Normally, when you buy a house, you pay a deposit, 
we know the standard is around 20% of the house price. And then you pay the rest off over time, and that's called a mortgage. And so that is the traditional model of home buying mm-hmm. here in Australia. It's how most of our parents' generation bought their first homes mm-hmm. and, and every home after. Yeah. But now it's obviously more expensive than ever before. Mm-hmm. It is, and we've got the numbers to back it up. So it's roughly $200,000 more expensive on average to buy a home now compared to before the pandemic in 2019. Wow, okay, so not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Like we talk about these intergenerational equality issues of it was so much easier for our parents or it was so much harder, you know, whatever kind of side of the debate you fall on. But even in just the last couple of years, that is how much housing has gone up. And we know more than ever that people are struggling to crack into that market. And so looking at this problem and by way of a solution to this problem, the government has proposed this scheme where homebuyers will need a much smaller deposit in exchange for the government getting a stake in the properties. And how much smaller are we talking? Well, a potential buyer would only need to put down a minimum of 2% deposit for a home, while the government would provide, we'll call it equity, worth up to 30% of the property's value or 40% for new builds. And equity there just essentially means that the government would be a part owner of properties under the scheme, you know, just like you and I raised capital to start this business and therefore we have investors who have equity in our company. It wouldn't be investors, it would be the government. Right, so then when the house sells at the end, the government gets some of that upside as well. Yeah, so the government would be entitled to up to 40% of a property's value when it's sold, and that also means that you'd have a lower mortgage because the government has effectively already paid off a large part of what the home is worth. So obviously at the moment it's still a proposal, it's not something that we can just apply for online straight away, but Mm -hmm. could anyone get onto this? No, and this is important. So it's a very targeted program with a very limited number of spots, and We'll get into soon why that matters so much. But essentially, the government's laid out a number of, we'll call it prerequisites, to make sure that it's only helping prospective home buyers on low and middle incomes. They don't want this to be a free-for-all. They right. want it to be a really targeted assistance to a certain group of Australians. So the criteria for being able to access this scheme, or this proposed scheme rather, is that the person has to be a first home buyer. They're not looking for people who are downsizing or upsizing or any or sizing. Or buying their second or third. <laughs> no. First home buyer, they can't earn more than $90,000 a year as a single person. Right. And for an eligible couple, their collective income can't be above $120,000 a year. And then to the properties themselves, those properties need to be capped at certain prices based on where you're buying the home. So in Sydney, for instance, you can't buy a property under this scheme that's worth more than $950,000. And in somewhere cheaper, like regional Queensland, the property price is capped at about $550,000. And that's just obviously reflecting fluctuations in the market sure. wherever you might be. The government has said it'll help fund 40,000 homes over four years, which is 10000 a year. And I think that that cap is important to note because it's the way that the government is ensuring that there isn't this massive surge in demand for housing. Right. That's been quite a bit of the criticism of if you enable a whole lot of people to access the market and to buy homes, then demand will surge and in turn we'll see prices go up. Got it. And the government's response to that is, no, we're only allowing a specific few people to do it and therefore it won't have this huge impact on the market itself. So let's say that I am one of those 40,000 that get into the scheme. Mm -hmm. I get a home under this scheme. I've paid my deposit. I've entered into a mortgage with Mm -hmm. a bank. The government would still own 40% of the property, right? 
Yeah, and the government isn't a bank, but that doesn't mean that they don't want their money back eventually. There yeah. needs to be an upside here. Basically, the idea is that if you sell the property, the government will get 30 to 40% of what you sell it for, regardless of if that's higher or lower than how much you actually bought it for. So they're taking, I mean, a risk. They're also taking the same risk that we all take by buying a home, but yes, you'd but think over time that that goes up. Yeah, and there are options. Once you've paid off your mortgage and if you want to buy out the government's stake in the property, then that's something that can be arranged. But I will say at this point that the details are still a bit unclear about how much exactly you'd pay back. Okay, so I understand how this scheme could operate, but mm-hmm. it's not in place already, and that hypothetical no. of me being a participant was hypothetical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the moment, this is still just an idea from the government. No legislation has passed Parliament, and the reason for that is that we have spoken before about the fact that the government can easily pass legislation through the lower house. They've got the numbers there to easily pass legislation. But when it comes to the upper house, it's a bit more of a battle. They need to get people outside of their party to support any given legislation. So that's the crossbench. Yeah, which means that they need to get support from people outside of the Labor Party in order to pass something. Now, that can take many forms. It can be the coalition, the opposition. They can support a bill and therefore the government would have the numbers to pass it. In this situation, that's not going to happen. The opposition has been very clear that they will not support the bill. So that's off the table. So then the government is left with fewer options of who they can turn to. There are some independent crossbenchers, but the biggest voting block is the Greens in the upper house. They have quite a few seats. And so the government has naturally entered into this kind of negotiation phase with the Greens to see if there is a way for them to work together to support this legislation. And what's emerged is that the Greens are hesitant to support the legislation as it stands. They say that the scheme is a housing lottery. They say that it only works for a lucky few and they're not really too keen on supporting it as is. Instead, they're trying to use these negotiations to urge the government to make changes to negative gearing and capital gains tax discounts. And they're saying if those two things happen, then in turn, they would support this help to buy scheme. Let's sit on those two requests for a second. So the first one, negative gearing. What exactly do they want there? Yeah, negative gearing. <laughs> we love explaining negative gearing. to explain. So essentially, Aussies who own multiple properties can lease them out. This is just the basic premise of negative gearing. And if an owner is spending more on mortgage repayments than they are making from rental income on a property, they may be eligible for this tax relief that's called negative gearing. And I'll use an example here. If a landlord is paid, say, $20,000 in rental income per year for a property with a mortgage that costs them $25,000 per year, they'll record a loss of $5,000. That loss can be taken off the property owner's taxable income, meaning they could end up paying less tax. So that's negative gearing. Got it. Capital gains tax is when you have an asset, so take a house, and you sell it for more than what you bought it for. You've made what's called a capital gain, but you have to pay tax on that gain. If you live in Australia, however, the tax rate is halved when you have owned that asset for at least a year. Okay, so when the government is going to negotiate with the Greens on these two specific policies, Mm. will they get rid of those tax discounts? I think anyone with a memory of the 2019 federal election will know that Labor is very sensitive when it comes to these issues because they took a negative gearing policy to that election and they emphatically lost that election. So they dropped that as a policy platform for the party 
And I think it would be extremely unlikely that they would revisit it, given how unpopular it appeared at the ballot box at that time. That said, the government will need this legislation to get through Parliament and they'll need to find the numbers somewhere. So it'll be interesting to see if they do find a middle ground with the Greens and if the Greens do end up supporting the legislation. We saw it last year that there was another housing bill that required a lot of to and fro with the Greens and eventually they ended somewhere in the middle and that legislation passed. So something like that could happen again, but we'll have to wait and see what concessions the government will make to the Greens or if they can find their support from elsewhere. We'll definitely keep you updated on all of that. Thanks for listening to The Daily Oz. And that's actually the last episode for me for a little while. I'm getting married on the weekend, so I'm going to take a week and a half off the pod to go and focus on that and enjoy that little chapter of my life. But I would love a wedding present from everybody listening. What is it? It's to answer our podcast survey. So we really want to... So your wife to be as stoked by that answer. Uh, It's something (laughs) that we're going to keep in our kitchen forever, (laughs) framed the results, if they're good, if the results are good. So we'd love you to answer it. I've put the link in today's show notes. It's just to help us get an understanding of how everyone feels about the pod, what we could be doing better and what's working. So with that, I'll be speaking to you in a few weeks, but Zara and the team will be back again tomorrow morning. My name is Lily Madden and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations, we pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present.